Hey, Slayers. Welcome to the Chardonnay and Slay Your Business podcast. My name is Jamie King, a.k.a. The Slay Coach. I'm a business coach, educator, mom, and founder of the Chardonnay and Slay brand. Last year, I went from broke fitness coach to six figures in six months. Each week, you will hear myself, guest experts, and other boss babes just like you share their proven strategies on how to take your business from baby grave to expensive boss babe Bordeaux. It's time to show up and have your voice heard. Now pour a glass of bubbles and get ready to slay with me. Hello, my lovely slayers and welcome back. And you bitches have been asking me, how do I build my business to six figures? Motherfuckers, here you go. (laughs) So I have a mastermind called the Six Figure Slayers Club, and I've literally helped dozens, if not hundreds of women hit that elusive, magical 10K month in their online business. And whether you're a coach or a service provider, there are so many things that you need to have in place that you are overlooking before you get to that mythical, magical six-figure number. Now, about a year and a half ago, and I know it says this in the intro, need to record a new intro, too fucking lazy to do it, don't give a fuck still. But I hit about six figures in six months, a little over that, in my business when I launched this business. And so to do that, I have been helping women do that ever since I did that myself. And to do that, I've noticed a lot of trends, especially in the online marketing and coaching world, whether you're on the marketing, team masculine, team content, team strategy, or if you're on the spiritual woo, manifest, belief, mindset, all the fun things, they all matter. Um, Whichever side or you're on, or if you fall like me in the middle somewhere and you believe that, you know, mindset, spirituality, vibe, energy... And strategy and marketing tactics, super fucking important. Hello, yes, let's talk about that. But either way, no matter what team you fall on this online marketing coaching space, there are things you need to have in place in order to get to that number. And you're probably missing these key points. And I'm going to start with number one, are you showing up like a six and seven figure business owner from the beginning? Meaning, are you telling people that you have a company, that you are a business owner, that you are a CEO and that you're not just diddling around (laughs) on social media? Are you acting like a true professional? Meaning you have a title that you take very seriously. You can walk in a room and say that title with confidence. You can say it on a live video. You don't stutter when you talk about it. You feel really excited to tell everyone shop from the rooftops what you do and why you're so fucking amazing at it. And from the beginning, you want to set yourself apart as a serious industry leader by having a support inbox, having a dedicated email. Um, so mine is jamieking at theslaycoach.com. It's not theslaycoach at gmail.com. When I launched this business, I knew I wasn't going to be fucking around. I decided I was going to take it so fucking seriously that everyone around me couldn't help but take me fucking seriously. You guys, this is how I was able to jump from who the fuck is she to, oh my God, industry leader making one 
of the highest incomes in anyone in the coaching space. So while I don't necessarily hold the title of coach anymore, coaching is a huge part of what I do and what I love and a part of why I'm so, so, so passionate about holding you accountable to your goals, about helping you master your vibe and energy and connection and nailing your place in the world because coaching to me is sacred. It's helping uncover your bullshit. I talk about this all the time. It's me calling you out on your poo. Where's the poo? I Finding your shit and rubbing it in your face and then making you clean it off. <laughs> That's coaching, but also super passionate about marketing, strategy, all the latest trends in online media. And for me, I knew if I wanted to be taken super fucking seriously as a newbie, I had to figure out what my key message and positioning statements were going to be. Like, how was I going to establish myself as a leader? How was I going to sound, look, act like a professional business owner? Meaning I got business cards. I got professional photo shoots from the beginning. I invested in a professional website developer. I just invested all of this money in the beginning of my business because I wasn't I believed in it so deeply. I believed I knew that this was going to fucking take off if I just treated it like a motherfucking business. I had no other, like, there's no default. There was no backup plan to this business. It was all the fuck in, you guys. So I started showing up from the beginning as a seven-figure business owner, telling people that they could email my assistant from the beginning. Before I had any paying clients, I had an assistant. And I had already invested in my mentorship in a mastermind, I was paying about $1,000 a month, my first investment. Um, and then I was paying $500 a month for a, a, an assistant, a team member. And I had no clients when I first jumped into this. So I decided that if I wanted others to take me seriously, I was going to take myself super seriously. So number two, does your outward visualization of what you have to fucking say, does your brand look professional? Does it match with what you believe your brand to be? Does it match what your audience believes you to be? So are they seeing you as you see you? So if we're building a killer brand, we need to have some core brand stories that connect us to our audience. People know me as the beauty school dropout turned you know, six-figure CEO, seven-figure CEO. They know me as the beauty school dropout who retired her corporate husband. They know me as the former broke fitness coach turned, you know, soon to be million dollar business owner. There are so many core stories that I tell. I'm a, a mom. I'm a busy mom. I'm not someone just jet setting, although I travel a lot and I love world travel, but I'm not living this lavish lifestyle and then showing people my, you know, G-Wagon or nothing wrong with G-Wagons. Don't get me wrong. Fucking badass car. But that's not me. That's not my life. They know my brand is authentic as genuine, as relatable, as someone who cusses like a sailor, as cuss words. They call my kids assholes. I have a brand logo that's a middle finger. <laughs> and that is just who I am in real life. And my brand had to match that visually, meaning how I dress. I hired a stylist to make sure that I was living in clothes that made me happy. I was showing up as a motherfucking CEO all the time. I had a message that sounded like I had authority from the beginning. And you guys, I didn't have all these income claims. When I started this business, I just started telling people about what I had to to do, like what I was doing and about how I could serve and about why I was 
expert and it wasn't monetary. It was, oh, I've been a, a corporate coach for four years or I've been in coaching with network marketing and I've made it to the top 1% of my company. Or I used claims like I've been doing leadership development since I was 23 years old. There are all different ways to position yourself as an authority. So nailing your message, nailing that branding, how does it visually look? How does it sound when you read it? Do you sound like a big fucking deal from the beginning? Number three, you guys, make messy fucking mistakes. I mean, I took so much crazy action. I want to say like I created 100 to 200 freebies in a year, (laughs) like opt-ins, like lead magnets, like that's insane. There were um, a lot of like hooks, web hooks that didn't work, links that didn't connect back, um, emails that forgot to get sent, um, attachments that weren't included, PDFs that couldn't be read or downloaded because they were on the wrong format, messy actions, stuff that was done that wasn't exactly on brand, but it was on message. It just didn't look as visually perfect as um, a lot of my opt-ins and freebies do now today because I have a much bigger team that can help me facilitate that. Um, But I just made a lot of mistakes. I was willing to just show up and serve and serve and serve and give and give and give. This is going to be value. This this is going to be a value. This is going to be a value. All the things. I just showed up and created content based on what the problems I was helping my private clients work through. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know people didn't know this. And then I became super passionate to help them do that. I was also filling my own cup on a regular fucking basis. I was hiring coaches. I was investing in one-on-one private coaching. I was showing up literally like to any live in-person event with my mentor that I could get my hands on. I couldn't invest, you know, 75-100k like I do now into private coaching, but I was just getting my hands on all of the knowledge. I would tune in for every live video every call. I was soaking up all of the knowledge, all of the audiobooks, um, the prosperous coach, um, balancing my masculine with strategy, like or bas- balancing my strategy with some woo of Gabby Bernstein. I took spirit junkie. I, I was really, really in, intent. I had a lot of intention behind what I was doing. I knew that I had to maintain my energy in order to produce great energy. I had to maintain my inspiration because I knew that inspiration could be generated. So if I was constantly filling my own cup, it couldn't help but overflow into others. So created content, opt-ins, trainings based on what my audience was having problems with based on what I was helping my clients with, based on whatever God downloaded into my heart, based on what felt aligned in the moment, based on what not just felt good, but what was inspired to me, what was going to have the most excitement for me to teach? What was I going to be able to get behind energetically? Like, What would make me really excited to show up and what would make my business fun? I just kept fucking failing forward and fucking up, being willing to look stupid, being willing to show up to webinars where only like one or two people showed up and being willing to do it anyways and keep moving. If it didn't work out, I popped up the next thing. I would create the next freebie. I would create the next opt-in and I just kept going, 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 even if it didn't work, even if it didn't look like it was going to work. I just kept fucking showing up knowing that I was a big motherfucking deal, knowing that I had this mindset practice that solidified me in that it was going to fucking work out and it couldn't 
not work out. So I surrounded myself with that energy, with that vibe, with people who had that knowing of themselves. That's when I joined a mastermind. I hired my coach. I just needed to be around people that had that knowing. I needed to watch how they were showing up and mimic the behaviors, not the content or what they were creating or what they were doing or what they were saying, but just witnessing these high-level performers and how were they performing. And I learned by watching my leaders. I learned by being around high-performing coaches and industry leaders. And that really helped me keep my momentum going early when it was hard, when I didn't have smash hits every time, when everything I didn't blink and sell out, when I didn't have you know, multiple six-figure launches and six-figure cash months on a regular basis, when that wasn't my life, I was showing up messy, dirty, like I don't come from this magical background where something was handed to me. I didn't have a massive audience. I had 2,000 followers. And I had, before I built a half a million dollar business, I only had 2,000 people on my email list. So check out that conversion rate. I love talking about funnels. I love talking about my product suite and how it flows from one product to the other and how I can upsell you and downsell you from one thing to the next, how to slide into your DMs, how to sell passively, how to create things on Evergreen. I have webinars that you know trigger every three hours that leads into another freebie that leads into a paid offer. I have plans and I have teams and I have systems and I have strategies, but I didn't always have this. And I was willing to fuck up and I was willing, here's the thing, people are willing to fuck up in this industry, but they're not always willing to say they're sorry. I was willing to make a lot of fucking mistakes, but I was also willing to make up for them if I made a mistake. So if I let someone down or missed a call or overbooked myself and had to reschedule things, you know what I did? I said, I'm sorry. And then I made it up to those people. So For me, integrity is everything in this business. And if you don't have that to stand on, if you aren't clearly defining what integrity means for you, then you aren't going to respect other people's boundaries. You're not going to respect your own boundaries. You're not going to have grace and gratitude when shit hits the fan because guess what? It will. You will have unhappy customers. You will have people that miss their motherfucking payments. You will have things that fucking sell out astronomically, but you will have things that flop. There are so many obstacles, peaks and valleys, highs and lows. Oh my God, cray shit in this exciting online space. And I'm obsessed with what I do and teaching you how to scale to six figures. Girlfriend is my passion, but I just showed up without expectation for the end result, without attachment to the end result, saying, God, thank you, next. Show me what is for me. What is for me cannot motherfucking pass me. If not, there's something motherfucking better behind it. If not this client, someone better. Raise my prices, set boundaries, trust, and know that the fucking aligned price is coming to me. The aligned person is coming to me. All of the things are coming to me if I stop fucking thinking and start doing So that was number four, start doing (laughs) rant. I love talking about this topic. But number five, I need you to fix your money mindset issues. For me, I had a lot of money mindset issues. Like who is she to charge that much money? Oh my God, why would anyone ever pay that? Oh my God, I can't believe that's so much money. I would never, what if I don't make it back? What if I don't do this? What if I do that? I decided this was day one, money mindset, not gonna be an issue. I was gonna find a way to pay for all the things. I was gonna hire the professional team member. I was gonna hire 
the motherfucking coach, not the cheap one. I was going to pay to be around the person that I knew I was supposed to be with, not just someone who I could afford. I was going to pay to be around the person that I knew was my person. And once I found my coach and my person that I was following online, I was like, yes, more, bitch. How can I be in this space? And I just soaked it all in. I fixed my issues around investing. And and that also comes from a money mindset issue of when you're scaling, if you're not at six figures, are you investing in shitty team members? Because there are a lot of people in the online space who talk a big talk, but don't deliver. Sales is motherfucking easy, you guys. I was just talking to a private client about this. She's actually about to have her first six-figure month. And I was like, now we have to deliver. Now we have to show the fuck up and provide energy and value worth six figures of, of income that we are bringing in. So what does that mean? It means that we have to stop dicking around and hire the people that are qualified to support us. Not the the brand designer that gets back to you, your website eight months later. (laughs) Not the person who never responds when you need them. Not the the newbie um, VA that doesn't know what she's doing. Not the OBM who isn't qualified to be an OBM, but calls herself an OBM anyways. Like whatever. Like, we need to hire the right contractors, not a bundled program, not this, you know, oh, they're cheaper. I'm going to hire them. We need to hire the people that are the right fit for our company because we're building a motherfucking company. And this is what the Six Figure Slayers Club Mastermind is all about is we're building a motherfucking company. Stop lowballing it and investing in shitty contractors who don't show up, do the work, or aren't excited to serve you. So, that's all a money mindset issue. So I want you to ask yourself these questions. Who is that next level version of myself? Who is the seven-figure version of myself? How does she invest in herself? How does she handle her debt? How does she treat money? Does she realize that it's energy? Is she paying her credit card bills on time? Or is she defaulting on her target card? Is she <laughs> is she showing up and investing, putting large deposits down? Or is she behind on paying her coaches and customers and clients. Who is that next motherfucking person? Does she pay in full? Does she leave an extra $5 tip at dinner? Like, Who is that next level version of yourself and how does she show up with money? How does she treat money? How does she feel about money? How does she fucking talk about money? Does she say money is fucking easy to come by? It's always fucking coming to me? Or I can't afford it right now. Does she use language like, oh, that I can't afford it? Or does she say I'm investing with a different priority right now in mind. There are different ways to use money language that attracts more money to you. Is she using the law of attraction to attract what she wants? Is she having faith and letting go and releasing money, knowing that it's going to come back to her tenfold? What is she doing? What are her money mindset practices? And this goes down, you guys, even to like your fashion. Are you shopping or like dicking around at maybe something like Forever 21? Don't get me wrong. I still love Forever 21. If I walk by and I see something that I love, like are you buying things that light you up or are you buying things just because they're like cheap and on sale? Like we're no longer a girl that buys shit just because it's on sale. We're a motherfucking six-figure CEO. And I don't care if you haven't made a dollar yet in your business, you're a six feet, six, six <laughs> I'm not even going to have him edit that out. Um, 
shout out to my podcast producer. He puts up with a lot of shit. And love you, Jenna and Tyler. Podcast perfectors are our people if you need a podcast um, editor. And they're amazing and super cheap. Anyways, rant over. Um, But are you treating your life and your energy with intention? Are you buying the shit just because it's on sale or cheap? Or are you choosing to say, I choose to spend money and invest in myself and invest in shit that lights me up, not just shit that's going to give me a quick fix right the fuck now. So investing in the right things in your business. And are you paying yourself because you want to fucking pay yourself and you want to go buy bougie shit or are you investing it back into your motherfucking company? So fix your motherfucking money leaks. Where is the money leaking out of your your budget or whatever? Like, are you spending it on Starbucks every day? Are you, if it lights you up, you fucking do that, girlfriend. If you're like, oh my God, yes, this is what makes me feel like a seven-figure CEO is Starbucks and you fucking do that, girlfriend. But we need to start showing up like a professional, like a CEO and treating our company like a company and reinvesting the money back into the company versus dicking around with lowball contractors or shit we don't need at Starbucks or Forever 21. <laughs> Next, you guys, I don't remember this is like five, six, seven. I don't remember. Six. Your vibe, you guys, your vibe and energy. When you are in the service industry, your vibe and your energy is your number one motherfucking priority. You will stay inspired because you are constantly working on your physical, mental, and spiritual energy. And you guys, not everyone is quote unquote always on, but it is possible to maintain a level of performance. This is what coaching is all about. It's my job as your coach and your mentor to show up as the example of how I'm constantly working on my vibe, my productivity, my energy, my physical. Like You guys, I have the best boundaries with my clients and my clients are super inspired by them. They're not pissed off because I say, oh, I don't do Voxer on the weekends. They're inspired by boundaries because I protect the fuck out of my energy. They're inspired to do that in their own motherfucking businesses. They're inspired to love themselves enough to say, oh my God, everything's going to be okay and everyone will still love me if I set these boundaries and show up because boundaries protect your energy and they are a loving thing that you can do for you and your clients. But my vibe and my energy is my number one priority, meaning I don't do shit I don't like ever, like literally. And I actually like going to the gym now since shout out to my coach, Marie Wold. Um, I actually enjoy going to the gym now because I hired a coach to help me make it fun for me. It's tailored for me. It's fun for me. And I love it because I was lacking in my physical energy and I had a lot of brain fog after I had surgery. I need to record an episode on my explant journey, but that surgery really slowed me down. Like I think this company would have hit 2 million this year had I not had that surgery. It really slowed down my physical energy and a little bit of my mental clarity. So for me, my mental clarity, um, my physical health and energy, meaning the foods I'm putting in my body, I'm very aware that dairy and gluten trigger my body in a way that makes me sluggish and it makes me not feel good. And so I'm super aware of what I'm putting into my body. I'm super aware of how much alcohol I'm consuming because that affects my energy because my energy is how I show up and provide to you guys. 
I'm exchanging my value and my energy with the world, not my time. So it's important that I stay not quote unquote high vibe, but I stay in a good physical space. Like I'm working out four or five days a week. I'm putting foods in my body that make me fucking feel good. I'm doing my practice, my mindset and spiritual practice in a way that feels good for me, whether that be meditation or journaling. And it's not super rigid. I don't have a daily fucking quote unquote exact thing I do every motherfucking day. But what I am doing is constantly checking in with myself is am I being intentional right now with my energy? Am I being intentional with how I want to show up in the world? Am I being that next version of myself? Am I showing up as the person who can maintain this high level of performance? Am I showing up as her or am I falling back into old you know, comfort patterns and, you know, unproductive activities or, or low vibe spaces that I, I've been in in the past. Am I showing up like the person I want to be right the fuck now? So ask yourself this, your energy is constantly, constantly, constantly your number one fucking priority. That's why I say people fucking pay to be around me because my vibe is always so high. And I heard that once from Amanda Francis, shout out to Amanda, but I love her and she's been a longtime mentor of mine. And I I was like, is this the first time I heard this bitch say this? It's like, is this bitch fucking crazy? I was like, fuck you. People pay to be around you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> because I was in that like lack mindset, um, constantly like, who the fuck does she think she is type vibe or energy. And I was like, what do you mean people pay to be around her? I didn't get it. People literally, like, you guys, if you have a VIP day with me. You can't help, like the way I carry myself, the way I walk into a motherfucking room, everyone stops and looks at me. Every, and it's not just the hair. <laughs> yes, that helps. But it's the way that I motherfucking carry myself as if I'm the motherfucking coolest person in the room. And you can't help but feel like the coolest person in the room when you're sitting next to me. And you leave that room feeling like you're the next fucking best thing since sliced bread. I help people believe in themselves just by how fucking big I believe in myself. How confident I am is fucking contagious. So my VIP days and why my private clients pay so much to coach with me. I charge 75K a year now for private coaching. And why they pay so much to fucking coach with me is this fucking works. <laughs> my mastermind girls, my, my private clients, my six-figure slayers, my level-up girls, my private clients, they're paying to be around my knowing because that shit actually rubs off. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And these girls spend a lot of time with me. So I don't allow for any low vibe bullshit in my space. And I'm, I'm a, other than a girl, I'm, I'm here for you if you want to have a five minute petty party. But after that, we need to move on, pull our big girl panties up and act like our highest fucking version of ourself. And when you're in that space, that container that I provide for women, you can't help but receive that and make it your own, your own shit. And so that's contagious and it's infectious. Belief is huge, you guys, and it's hugely contagious. So when you see how much I truly don't give a fuck, when you can feel that in my space, when you're with me in Miami or New York or wherever I have VIP days, you can't help but witness how fucking little fucks I give and how much compassion and love and empathy I truly have to give. And that is the magic, is that I truly give without expectation to everyone and anyone around me, but I also equally do not give a fuck if you like me. 
And that is the magic that I have. And that is my gift to my private clients or people that spend a lot. And my mastermind girls, the people that spend the most fucking time with me. Because I don't allow smallness in my space. You want to be small? Cool. Okay, bye. I'm not the fucking one for you. You want to stay stuck and broke and victim mindset and, oh, poor me, it's not working for me or why is this never working for me or it's never going to work for me? I'm not the fucking one for you. If you're ready to attract, be an energetic match for that next level person you want, then let's fucking talk. Then we can hop in a group. Then you can join one of my programs. But I'm only available to work with people who are really motherfucking serious, who are ready to go all the fuck in, who aren't fucking around. That's how I built a motherfucking seat. Six, multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars business, soon to be seven-figure business. So another thing, last last part. Actually, maybe I have two parts. (laughs) I dropped the shiny object syndrome. You guys, if you want to scale to six figures, stop doubting whether you're doing it right and start focusing on the mother fucking money-making activities, building relationships, doing call to actions, making content, creating freebies, creating value, showing the fuck up. Stop focusing on like, well, do I need this channel or do I need that channel or should I hop on Snapchat or should I do LinkedIn? Everyone's talking about LinkedIn now. Maybe I should do LinkedIn. Bitch, you need to show the fuck up where you have the most audience now, the the warmest market, pick one or two platforms, show the fuck up until you have built out your private practice and you've sold out those spots in, of your private service because there's plenty of people there, but you're not making the right connections with them. You don't believe enough in your shit to sell them on it. And you need to fucking hold your big lady testicles in a, and grab onto your balls, grab those lady balls, bitches, and go the fuck in without giving any fucks what anyone thinks about you. Go all the fuck in on the two platforms you have now and stop looking at the, well, should I do this or should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? Well, stop doubting yourself. Stop asking if you can fuck it up because you can't motherfucking fuck it up. You can't fuck it up. Focus on the shit that's going to make you money. All the other shit is just noise. You don't need all the shiny fucking perfect things. You need to show up, create the value, Tell the people that you have something to fucking sell and sell them on it. That's in the beginning. And, you know, I think I'm going to leave you with this. I think my last piece of advice of what I've witnessed in all of my clients that I've helped scale to six figures, multiple six figures, even some I have million dollar earning clients, the, the common denominator here, you guys, is they stopped asking the how and started asking themselves, who do, like, it's not about who do I need to ask or, or how can I do this? But they start asking, who do I need to be in the room with? Like, stop asking the how and start asking who the fuck do I need to be around? Mentorship, sisterhood, surrounding yourself with people that motherfucking inspire you, learning from the people being in the room with people that have the thing you want, that are earning the money you want, that run a business the way that you want to run a motherfucking business and stop asking how and start getting around the right motherfucking people. Yes, you can ask them how. People ask me how every motherfucking day. But also, I just knew that if I wanted to be that person, I had to spend my time witnessing, observing watching how this person <laughs> like behaves and watching how they show up, watching how they operate. And I learned how to do what I do as quickly as I've done it from my mentors and leaders. 
And I wasn't dicking around with just small courses anymore. I started really investing in myself and my business. And I put myself in the room with the right fucking people because I decided that I deserved to motherfucking be there, even when I didn't have evidence to prove that I was quote unquote good enough. I just decided. I know that's cliche. I know people say that all the time. Like, I just fucking decided. Nah, bitch. Pull your big girl panties up. Say, yes, I'm motherfucking good enough. Do whatever whatever fucking affirmations or other shit you need to fucking do. If you need a pep talk, message me on Instagram. I'm here for it. But also just fucking do it. (laughs) Decide. Do it anyways. Do it scared. Do it messy. I hope this episode has served you. And if you are listening, this is the last few days to apply to the Six Figure Slayers Club Mastermind. I love you. And actually... This is not a super formal launch. I've had so many people ask how they can work with me. I've kept it super fucking affordable. Um, it's less than I think eight thousand, less than seven or eight thousand dollars. I mean, it depends on the payment plan, and it's how you can get my eyes on your business without paying seventy five k or thirty k to work with me. So I love you guys. If this episode inspired you, if it motivated you, please fucking share. Tag a boss, babe, bestie. And I love you so much, ladies. I'll see you at Summit of Slay so soon, and I will slay you again later.